0: Hi, hello, good morning, and welcome to this week's Serving of Mickey Waffles, a Disney podcast where we cover everything from parks, movies, and merchandise. My name is Sinead. My name's Kate. Hi, guys. How's it going? I'm good, KP. How are you? I'm good. We've no guests this week. (laughs) No, and it's a Sunday. We never record the weekends. Not even a Tuesday. I can't remember the last time I had a Saturday and Sunday off together, just with no reasoning for it. It's truly wild. I have no idea like we woke up and we're like, what day is it? <laughs> I know. I feel like a lot of people are gonna be feeling like that for the next little while. Yeah. But it's nice. I mean it's yeah. a night like it's it's nice as in you gotta take the positives out of it, don't you? Like it's Exactly to... The dogs are getting walked aplenty. <laughs> is Ari still super fluffy? <laughs> and she's Just not passing she's not as fluffy but she's doing good but we got her like this like scrapey scrape brush and i scrapey scraped okay. her the other day and to be fair it worked really well because after i scrapey scraped her you could pet her and there was no fluff coming off her now molly is the biggest problem because oh obviously the hair that comes off ari is very white but the hair yes. that comes off molly is like jet black Yes. so before the problem was just like little white dust bunnies but now everywhere it's just little black dust bunnies so we know molly's the problem now <laughs> uh, yeah i keep um i keep getting tagged in these like memes online and it's like why do witches only ever have black cats and then it's like a picture of a witch covered in like white fluff and i'm like and this is why i have binks because i wear nothing but black clothes <laughs> <laughs> am i constantly covered in cat hair yes can you see it no <laughs> Yeah, the problem is because we have no carpets, the hair just sort of like yeah, rolls into itself, which is fine. It makes it really easy to hoover up. But yeah, they just kind of like mingle in the corners and you're like, oh, let's get the hoover right. But um, yeah, no, she's, she's they're both doing great. Uh, Ari is definitely not as fluffy, but what I was going to say and I forgot was we met a girl in the park today and she was like, oh, can I rub your dog? <laughs> and we were like, yeah, Chris can. She was like... She literally, have you ever, I, I don't know if you've ever seen Despicable Me, because I know you hate the Minions so much. Have you ever seen Despicable Me? I have, yeah. Okay, Grant. So you know the little girl, and she wins the unicorn, and she's like, it's so fluffy! Like yeah. that. This girl was like, word for word. <laughs> oh my god, brilliant. She was like, he's so fluffy! And then Ed was like, yeah, she is. She went, she's a girl! <laughs> oh my god, brilliant. How old is this girl? I don't know, like six. <laughs> oh, okay, fair. Oh, no, yeah, no, like, I'm adorable. talking like young child. <laughs> okay, that's fair. That's so cute. Oh, oh, she was she was so cute. And they had this like teeny tiny little chihuahua thing. And I was like, mm. Ari will eat her. Let's just keep a step away. Like, Ari will just go for it. <laughs> and we had, a Mo- we take Molly off the leash in the park because like, she's literally just like a ball of, she's like a wound up toy that you just spring open and she just goes. And yeah. she was like, "Oh, what's her name?" And we're like, "This is Ari." And then like Molly would come back, and we were like, "And this is Molly." And she was like, oh, "Can I pet Molly too?" And we're like, "If you can catch her, <laughs> <laughs> will she chill long enough to allow you?" That is the question. Yeah, that's that's the problem there. But yeah, no, um, yeah, they're definitely getting loads of walks. We also need to get some form of light up collar for Molly, for when we bring her. For walks after like 5 o'clock Because it gets quite oh, dark yeah. So if we so the park now We'll close at half 6 But it gets dark around what like half 4 5ish now So yeah. even if we bring her in the evening Like we can't see her She's gone She's she's mm. a dog to the night She's off <laughs> So we need to get her some kind of like Light up collar or like little sticky things For her like harness Like she'll, yeah. she'll always come back But it's just nice to know where she is <laughs> yeah also it's just like a truly joyous sight for anybody else around because there's a there's a family that have like five dogs in varying different shapes and sizes like some of them are big massive doggos they have teeny tiny like the the full spectrum of sizes of dogs you can have these people have but each one has a light of color and especially when it's like really really dark and you're driving past them you can just see this like scale of dogs with just like lights (laughs) it brings me such untold joy every time i see it i absolutely love it yeah i have to say like due to lockdown in the park we've definitely seen more people with dogs because obviously people who would normally have to go to work can't go to work and so they're bringing their dogs out for walks different times and sometimes i honest to god feel like i'm in um lady and the tramp with just all those other dogs and you know Dude. the way they're all like different sizes and different shapes and different yeah. colors, and I'm like, oh, this like this, we passed this one family and they had like two tiny dogs, one dog the size of Ari, one dog the size of Molly, and I was like, how do you end up having like six or seven dogs that are all completely different sizes and breeds? It's it's just mad, I'm and they afraid. all get along so well. Variety is the spice of life, KP. <laughs> Well, I mean, you're not wrong. I mean, there's the cringy saying for the episode, but uh, here we are. Here we here we are. So, um, a bit of context, guys. We are recording on a Sunday because we've decided that we're going to take this week mostly off. Yes. Yeah. So, this will be coming out early. There will be no episode on Friday. Soz, we just both needed a break and it's Halloween week and I don't work Halloween week. So, I'm also not doing podcasting Halloween week. And Asher, your Friday's Halloween Eve anyway So what are you going to be doing? Listen to a podcast You should be doing Halloween-y things Exactly, carve pumpkins Go, I don't know, play with sparklers Safely <laughs> <laughs> And not around any other people <laughs> <laughs> Or animals <laughs> that, Yeah, that's very true mm. <laughs> So what we figured we would do Would be, we'd each pick Five things that we suggest that you watch On Disney Plus I know a lot of people are off this week Or a lot of people are now at home due to lockdown or have kids at home now because it's midterm and whatnot. So we kind of figured what better time to binge Disney+. Plus? Exactly. And unpredictably, we've split it up to spooky and not spooky. And guess who's doing which? (laughs) 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 Surprise! (laughs) Are, are, Are we shocked? No, we kind of figured, I mean, there's only so much spooky content on Disney Plus that and there would have been quite a lot of overlap. So we kind of figured mm. split it up. Split it up. So what's your first pick, KP? So my first pick. So to be honest, a couple of things on here aren't big surprises or they've stuff we have talked about previously, but I would like to reiterate that if you're looking to watch stuff, you should just go watch these now. Okay. So my first one is Once Upon a Snowman. Which is the new Olaf short that's just been released on Disney Plus. Okay. If you listen to our, our most recent episode, we had Ben on, who had already seen it before it was released. And Ben, who hates Olaf, was like, it was really sweet. And I have to say, I highly agree. Okay. It's it is very clever how they do the whole but we already know Olaf's origin story. Like it is really good. As a short, it's very redundant. Like it's not needed. It's not needed in the slightest. <laughs> okay. <laughs> because fair. it's it's just like it's like it's in it's it's fun and it's interesting how they've done it but it's completely unnecessary. But I think you should I think everyone should go watch it. It's only twelve minutes long, which I think is actually only like nine and a half minutes after introduction and ending. So yeah. If you haven't spent the nine minutes to go watch it. I think you should. It's and it does have I know that a lot of people more preferred Olaf in Frozen 2 than in the first Frozen because he sort of like grown up as a character a bit. Yeah. It's it's interesting because even though this Olaf in this short is set in Frozen 1, he has the dialogue of Olaf in Frozen 2, if that makes sense. Okay. That makes sense. So the jokes and stuff are more like Frozen 2. So I I thought it was good. At the very beginning I was like Oh this is so clever And Ed was like But why? And I was like But no it, Don't worry about it <laughs> I was Love like it. I was just, It's just fine Don't worry about it It's just Because he has I think he's only watched Frozen once Okay And so like But they, they basically They take scenes from the first Frozen I'm like Oh that's so clever And I'm like You've only watched Frozen once There's no way you understand What's going on <laughs> Imagine only haven't seen Frozen once I know Isn't that a I'm weird frozen. way to live Or not even seeing it at all Ever You sleep so well Yeah, (laughs) so yeah that is my first pick for something to watch on disney plus again very short but um you never know if you've got kids those shorts can sometimes just keep on playing (laughs) very true i actually think i'm gonna watch it when we finish recording because i saw it when i opened up disney plus just before we started recording to like confirm Mm -hmm. what i was what i was gonna pick um i was like man maybe i do need to watch this so yeah I will, I will implore to to go and watch it afterwards, because I mean, if if Ben liked it and he hates Olaf, then I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll yeah, exactly, right, exactly. Um, my first pick. I'm gonna get two of probably the more obvious ones out of the way first, and then I'll go for the slightly less obvious ones. First and foremost, Halloween Town. Such a good decom. <laughs> like and the thing is If me and Kate were both to pick spooky ones I know for a fact Halloween Town would have been one of Kate's picks as well mm-hmm. Um, Yeah classic 90s decom. you cannot beat it I absolutely adore this movie I Know a lot of people because All of the Halloween Towns are on Disney Plus Are going back and watching all of the Halloween Towns I know Our favourite username to ever call out The dot girl dot the Oh no I've already fucked it up Sam. Ah, oh, Sam from the girl in the castle <laughs> with all the dots in between. Um, she is doing a. She has implored that she's going to watch thirty-one spooky things, spooky Disney things across the month of October, and I know she's going back and finishing all of the Halloween Town movies. I'm not the biggest fan of the sequels, to be perfectly honest. However, the first Halloween Town movie is just—it's so nineties. It's so wholesome. I just the overacting from Debbie Reynolds. It everything is great. I love it. I think the sequels are just a bit gas. Oh, 100%. like I think like they're definitely not as good as the first one. But if you are inclined to watch them, go for it because they're really like those out there decoms where you're like, yeah. wow, hmm, oh, I see what. Okay, yeah, sure. <laughs> this was a choice. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Well, they 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 picked it and they and they went for it. Yeah, well, mad props to them for at least going through with it. <laughs> exactly. So, I mean, if you if you really have nothing to be doing this week, watch all of them, but definitely at least watch the first one because it's just put you in the good that good like wholesome spooky spooky vibes. Yes. Then my second one is slightly controversial, but I've gone Ooh. for Onward. Okay. Because I know that a lot of people didn't like Onward. But I also know that a lot of people didn't get to see Onward in the cinema because of when it came out. Mm -hmm. And I, just for myself, I forgot that it was going on to Disney Plus when it did. And I just looked one day and was like, oh my God, it's Onward. (laughs) It's there. So I know (laughs) a lot of people had a very strong opinion that, like, Onward looked like very much, looked more like DreamWorks animation. Yeah, and that kind of stuff but I personally feel like once you start watching it that sort of just goes out of your head you don't really think about it anymore I know that Chris Pratt and Tom Holland can be quite annoying for a lot of people Mm -hmm. and I do have to say I found it very difficult to disassociate Chris Pratt from his character but again I feel like you just sort of like you lose that when you're watching it and I actually think it's quite a good movie I like the storyline, I like the characters, I like how it's quite clever with some aspects. I do think the ending's a bit stupid, but like overall, I do quite enjoy it. And I, more so, it's, if you didn't get to see it in the cinema because of COVID, and you have Disney+, Plus, but like me, just completely forgot that it got uploaded. Yeah. I think you should go watch Onward. And since... Like we're not getting another original Disney movie until Soul in December, so mm. you've got a bit of you've got a bit of time to kill. So I I suggest you just go watch Onward and see what you think. Yeah, I like I liked Onward. Onward is the last movie I saw in the cinema. Um, I'd say in the full like spectrum of Pixar movies, I think when I did out my like big list months ago, mm-hmm. I think it was kind of the I'd say it was kind of like lower mid in the grand Mm -hmm. spectrum of things um i do find chris pratt really irritating yeah um Mm -hmm. and it's very hard to disassociate his voice from that one character that he plays yeah but i didn't i did enjoy the movie overall um i still fully maintain that the man from onward will forever just remind me of your man like to a t and it Mm -hmm. just makes me laugh every time but yeah i do you know what (laughs) i haven't seen it since that time i saw it in the cinema so maybe i need to give it a rewatch maybe i'll enjoy it a bit more yeah see that's the thing as well even if you that because then the thing for me was the only time i'd seen it was in the cinema that one time yeah because i because normally with like those kind of movies i probably go see them twice in the cinema just because of me but i never got to yeah so getting to sit down and watch it again it was one of those things where you're like oh yeah this is Yeah, this is quite a nice movie. (laughs) Again, not anywhere near top tier Pixar because it's just not. But yeah, if you haven't seen if you haven't seen Onward and you're looking for something to watch, I highly suggest it. Yeah, and it's got loads of mythical creatures, so it kind of fits in with the the time of year. The snake. Oh, look at me go! (laughs) Spooky. Right, for my second one, I'll go with my second, like, obvious pick. And then they're probably slightly more obscure picks, kind of. Um, mm-hmm. Hocus Pocus. I live, I die for Hocus Pocus. It is my all-time favourite movie. I have a cat called Thackeray Binks that we then found out was a female cat. So, there's that. Um, Binx is a multi-gender name. Oh, it's the Thackeray. <laughs> so, we've lost the Thackeray. Yeah, no. She's just, just Binks. Binks now. <laughs> She's just Binx now. But, um... I, I love Hocus Pocus. I think it is an absolutely phenomenal movie. I think the I Put a Spell on You scene is just the most wonderful thing and why there is no official recording of that that you can get on any form That's of a music streaming service wild. is beyond me. Mm. Um, But yeah, I just, I love Hocus Pocus. We were, this weekend, we should have been going to see it in a drive through movie. However, thank you, COVID. It has ruined everything, so we don't get to do that. Mm. But either way it's on disney plus it's an absolute classic and if you really if you're like a massive hocus pocus fan like myself so Bet midler has oh what's it called it's the i think it's the new york restoration project is like a charity that she runs um and she herself and sarah jessica parker and The woman that plays Mary that I can never for the life of me remember her name. But the three original Sandy sisters are coming together and they're doing a live event via, I assume, Zoom or Skype or something like that. Tickets are $10. They all go towards her charity. I have tickets for it. I know a bunch of other people have tickets for it as well. I think it's technically like 1 a.m. here. So it's (laughs) technically Halloween because it takes place (laughs) on the 30th right so it's technically halloween but i'm bloody buzzing to just like sit up in my hocus pocus spirit jersey and just like sit on a zoom with bet midler like is that not the weirdest (laughs) thing like (laughs) it's the strangest (laughs) thing that 2020 has brought us but i'm very excited about it and i'll leave a link to i think there's still i mean i think there's unlimited tickets i don't know but i'll have a i'll leave a link in the show notes to it below but i'm bloody buzzing for it i think it's gonna be great crack yeah it sounds very exciting Mm. I don't know what it is. I think it's like an hour long. So obviously it's not like just sitting and watching the movie with Bette Midler. But she's also been posting things where I think the three sisters have like recorded themselves doing I put a spell on you. I don't know. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Well, I'm really sure. I'll find a- I think it'll be I'll do a review. I think review. it'll be a good time anyway. Yeah, ex- yeah. 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 I'll do a review. I'll let I'll let you know next week what I thought. <laughs> And you never know, they might put the recording up for like another $10 if you want to like watch it at some other stage, like that's easily something they could do also. Oh, 100%. So my third pick is a sort of dip into spooky. And if it is also on your list, that's fine because I have extras at the bottom. Um, But I highly doubt it's on your list, but I've chosen all three Descendants movies. Oh no, I haven't picked those. (laughs) That's fine. (laughs) You even picked three? All, all, what do you mean all three of them Yeah was three not the one that we watched in DLP Yeah but I told you this right So the first oh. time we watched Descendants 3 We watched it in DLP On like The Disney channel that's on In the room that has all those stupid Advertisements we were tired I wasn't in the mood it was I was like This is stupid and then we finished and I switched Off before it ended then Descendants 3 came onto Disney Plus and I could Watch it in my own time at my leisure Okay. Better. <laughs> okay. Not great, but better. <laughs> okay. Alright. I I would definitely say that Descendants Three is the first of all Descendants all of the Descendants movies. Yeah. I do really like Descendants Two, but I still think the first Descendants movie is the OG. The music in Descendants Two, however, is great, but nothing beats a cheesy first draft of the original the, the descendants and also kenny ortega is absolute god so like why would you not want to watch any film that kenny ortega is not involved in why would you not want I mean, to watch a film that he is involved in <laughs> i get you i get you <laughs> i i've not seen descendants 2 i'm fairly sure oh yeah i watched descend i watched all of descendants 1 in your house didn't i a few weeks ago. uh Watch descendants yes i feel like we did i think so i feel like ed was eye rolling at us because we were watching descendants yeah that rings a bell <laughs> <laughs> um i don't mind descendants one it's not my favorite decom but i do, i understand why people like them the music in them is an absolute bop though i will, mm-hmm. I will give them yeah. that uh so yeah i think again it's like just one of those decoms where if you haven't watched it you should watch it because yeah it's not going to blow your mind it's not going to be the best cinematic release you've ever seen in your life but it's definitely good for like I think I think they really hit the spot for like the kind of viewing that people are looking for now like I feel mm. like a day-to-day people don't want like something intense or something that's too long or something that they have to think really hard about and I think The Descendants really really slides into that category. Yeah, plus you've got Kristen Chenoweth being maleficent and what literally yeah, what more could you want? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what a queen. Okay. So my next three are probably slightly more obscure ones. Um That's one of which we technically spoke about on last week's episode. So I'm gonna go with Frankenweenie. I love Frank and Weenie. And if you type in Frank and Weenie into Disney Plus, there's actually kind of like three different things that come up. There's the movie that got released in 2012. There's a live action short of Frank and Weenie as well. Ooh. And then there's Sparky versus Captain something, something. Or it's Captain Sparky versus something. It's another little like offshoot of it. But I I think Frank and Weenie is such a cute movie. I'm also, I will preface this with, I am a massive fan of the classic Monsters of frankenstein bride of frankenstein all the og ones and there's a lot of very very heavy nods to those classic monster movies from Mm -hmm. yesteryears i was gonna say um which is great and if you are a fan of the classic monsters you will pick up on a lot of the references if not IMDb is your best friend and it'll tell you what all those little references are and you can fall down a complete rabbit hole with it but um Yeah I just I think it's really cute and it's got some cute doggos in it and I just I don't know I have such a strong affection toward Frank and Weenie purely because it was the first campaign running when I joined Disney so I feel like that just automatically has kind of plus I was that like token emo cast member so everybody that came in and was looking for Tim Burton stuff was just directed toward me so I feel like I just had to talk about it nonstop as well (laughs) but uh yeah. I, I love Frank and Weenie. Have you seen Frank and Weenie? No, I don't like the animation for Frank and Weenie. Okay. It freaks me out. Okay. I don't, I just don't, that kind of animation, I just don't like watching it. Like um, like Coraline, have you ever seen Coraline? Yeah, not a big fan. Like that, that, it's the same kind of animation and I just like, I'm like, mm, mm, no. <laughs> it just has... It has too much of like a rag doll, puppet, ventriloquist doll kind of vibe. And okay. I'm just not about that life. I'm like, I really don't enjoy watching Night Before Christmas for that reason as well. Oh. The whole like, dang, like everything's so like dangly and like... Dangly. I appreciate. I appreciate that it's very impressive animation. Yeah. I appreciate like the work that goes behind it. But as watching it, it just makes me feel uncomfortable. I don't know why. <laughs> I mean... I mean that's fair it, uh, and again I mean I haven't included The Nightmare for Christmas in this because I figured I would leave that I feel like that's a good like November 1st movie oh,
1: so yeah, I purposely good, good. haven't included
0: that in this one but if you if you like The Nightmare for Christmas if you're a fan of Tim Burton go and watch Frank and Me. it's mega cute And speaking of animals oh. my uh next pick is something again that we've talked about before but we didn't we haven't given it like spotlight time and I feel like now is a good time to give it spotlight time and that's Magic of Din- uh, magic of Disney's Animal Kingdom which I know we've both been so into and we've only really like sprinkled bits on the podcast previously but now I think it's time to really discuss how amazing this show is and how if you have not watched it you should stop what you're doing and go watch it right now from the beginning. <laughs> Honestly like I, I sent a voice note into our like group chat because I was watching this week's episode and there's like a scene where the manatees get given pumpkins to like play with and eat and I was just like, my heart can't take this. Like They're just big giant sea whales and they're playing with pumpkins and it's my favourite thing. <laughs> yes, I said sea whales. I meant sea cows. <laughs> oh, I was like, a whale does live in the sea. <laughs> oh, this is how overexcited I got. But yes. Um, yeah, so it's great. It's basically like a documentary series about Animal Kingdom and the aquarium bit in Epcot, which is mm-hmm. n- Nemo. The, the seas, seas with Nemo and Friends. Yeah. And I was like, Nemo friends see what? <laughs> and so yeah, it basically it's it's focused on all of that. It shows you like the keeper stories, the animal stories. It really is like so. The show is basically about um, animals who get sick and keeping animals breeding. That's basically the two main topics of the entire show. Like Like the conservation that Disney does with the animals and then showing how they basically help the sick animals within the park. It is very heavy on the Disney propaganda side of things. Like everything's mm-hmm. amazing, everything's great. We're so fantastic. Now, to be fair, what they do show, you can't fault them. Like, oh yeah, they are really good with all of the animals. Like, the thing is, like every single cast member who works there loves the animals they work with, and all they yeah. want is for them to have a fantastic life. And you can 100%. really, you can, and you can really see that. And like, I don't think any of that is a lie. Like, I do think the people that they do have on the screen are like this is what we want for the animals we want them to have the best life possible and everything but then it also is very difficult to watch because there's no guarantee that all of these cast members are still employed (laughs) yeah and that's the thing and i think this this week's episode in particular it was a lot of here's this animal's favorite keeper yeah and Mm -hmm. like a lot of that and i'm kind of like oh but is their favorite keeper still there yeah and also you know what i mean yeah and there was this um this week they had the aardvarks who are who heavily walk around the affection section and obviously now like i don't know if they're still doing that but they seem to have like 10 to 15 cast members working on two aardvarks and i'm like Mm. "Mm, i don't know if you're all still needed now if The aardvark can't go around, walk around the park, affection section's not open, you can't be touching animals, all that sort of stuff. I'm like, and that woman loved aardvarks. (laughs) Kate, when she turned around and was like, I'm so weepy and sweaty, I can't cope. I was like, girl, same. Like, (laughs) I was loving it. She is so tapped in the best way possible. Oh, she's great. But yeah if you haven't watched magic of disney as disney's animal kingdom you definitely should again it's definitely one of those ones where you can just sit watch and be like oh look at the giraffe 100 <laughs> one of one of my other kind of like favorite moments in it which it was just they planted lemongrass in uh like tigers i don't know like bit i don't know what enclosure. It. enclosure there you go um <laughs> And it was just, you could see the tiger was just like sniffing around. And then like, obviously I have a cat and it was just like a, a big giant cat. Like she was just, this tiger was so excited about the fact that she had lemongrass and she was like running through it and like painting on it. And she was just, oh my God, she was living her best life. I loved it. <laughs> loved it, loved it. What's your next spoopy one? My next spoopy one is I'm gonna go with one that's a bit marmitey with people and a lot of people are gonna roll their eyes when I say this. Gotta go at the Haunted Mansion. Oh god, Sinead. It's, <laughs> it's a spooky movie that ties in with the park. Do okay. I think this is a good movie? No, not necessarily. However, I'm just really missing the parks. So yeah, I was fair. like, fuck it, I'll pick one that is kind of, has a weird tie-in with the park. So... The Haunted Mansion movie, it has Eddie Murphy in it. It has a lot of the similar names that you would recognize from The Haunted Mansion. Obviously, like it has a Madame Leota and all that good stuff. This is by no means cinematic excellence in any way, shape or form. (laughs) And I would love for them to redo the Haunted Mansion movie, or better yet, do a Phantom Manor movie, and like oh, actually, like hmm. genuinely make it creepy and have it have it kind of be like a love letter to the attraction, kind of like the first Pirates of the Caribbean movie is very much a love letter to the fir- to the attraction. Mm-hmm. Yeah, whereas this is just utter early two thousands absurdity. <laughs> And I don't know how else to describe it. But it's on <laughs> Disney Plus. And if you have never seen it, if you have avoided it, I mean, I get it. But also just give it a, give it a watch, give it a go. It's, it's a time. But yeah. Why not? Speaking of other movies that are a time. uh, oh. My, my last pick. I've sort of just conglomerated three movies that I don't like. I think people forget that are on Disney Plus And okay. are actually like good feel-good movies, if you will. So I've chosen Sister Act, 10 Things I Hate About You, and 27 oh. Dresses. <laughs> oh, can I add a random fourth in there as well? Absolutely, go for it. Mrs. Doubtfire. Oh, yeah! That's a great one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I originally thought of this because me and Ed watched Sister Act last week. Excellent. Because we were looking for something to watch and I was like, oh, I, just, I don't want anything heavy. I don't want to think... I just want to sit and watch something because we were like, oh, we watch a Marvel movie. And I was like, Ugh, no. And really? so I was just, yeah, I was just scrolling through this. I was like, Sister Act. And in my head, I'd watch Sister Act. I knew the story of Sister Act 100%. No. <laughs> Had you watched Sister Act 2? No, because in my, I what I thought was that Whoopi Goldberg was a convicted criminal and she'd been in my head she'd been like sentenced to to go live with the nuns I don't (laughs) know I don't know why in my head that's how this movie was supposed to go but as I was watching it I was like she works in a casino I was like what the fuck's going on I don't think I've ever seen this movie in my life (laughs) I love that in your mind the ultimate punishment for being a convicted criminal is to have to become a nun absolutely (laughs) absolutely Join the church. That's enough punishment. (laughs) Um, So yeah, so we watched Sister Act and I was like, this is a great movie. Now, just a bit of caveat. Apparently, Whoopi Goldberg hated Sister Act and she needed, she hated, yeah, she didn't like and the only reason she got, the only reason she came back for Sister Act 2 was because Disney gave her enough money to fund something else that she was trying to do. Ed told me I can't quite remember But she was like I'll come back for Sister Act 2 If you fund this project that I'm trying to get funding for And they were really? like Shh, sure <laughs> So we haven't watched Sister Act 2 yet But it's probably on the list oh, I love Then Sister Act 2. the second one I have is 10 Things I Hate About You Which is such a classic oh, Such a that. classic What a fantastic movie Um, And then I also have 27 Dresses Which is is much more like ten things I hate about you. I think is like chick flick esque. Twenty seven dresses, one hundred percent chick flick. (laughs) Nothing else to be said about it. But again, if you're looking for like that kind of like feel good, sappy chick flick vibe, like that kind of thing, twenty seven dresses I think is one of those movies that you completely forget is on Disney Plus. I don't think I've ever seen it. Have you not? I don't. It's about this woman. Who's was always the bridesmaid, but never the bride. Yeah, no, I've definitely never seen that. Oh, you should... It's it's a good, sappy watch, like... I've definitely, like, ten things... I know for... I think your generation is very much like the Mean Girls generation. Okay. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, that was your, like, teen movie. Whereas mine was Ten Things I Hate About You. Like, mm-hmm. I... And it's only when I re I rewatched it with Mel a few months ago. And I realised... How many phrases I say on a regular basis I purely <laughs> stole from Katarina Stratford. Like something new and different for us, and the world makes sense again. Like there are <laughs> things that I say nonstop, and they're purely stolen from that movie. <laughs> but no, I've never seen Twenty Seven Dresses. Interesting. Ah, uh, I mean, it's not spooky in any way, but I mean, no. you'll probably you probably might like it. I feel like Twenty Seven Dresses is that the one with thingy in it was there anything else you wanted to say about 27 dresses no I was wrong about your man forget me I forgot what I said (laughs) that's all my that's all my Disney Plus picks (laughs) funnily enough my final pick is also a not technically Disney one Okay. hilariously enough I've picked Edward Scissorhands I've never watched Edward Scissorhands for obvious reasons (laughs) <laughs> why it's not scary it just looks scary though Aww. i don't my perception of what i should and shouldn't watch is majority based on what the picture looks like <laughs> oh no case so edward scissorhands you've got again 90s johnny depp i think i spoke about it when i spoke about watching edward i love 90s johnny Depp. like it's another tim burton movie so three of my picks have been tim burton movies mm. I hello <laughs> um I, I love Edward Scissorhands. I haven't seen it in the longest time. You've got a blonde Winona Ryder from like back in the day. We know how much I love Winona Ryder. And yeah, I just, I think it's a really great movie. It's a bizarre one that's on Disney Plus. But if it's something that you've never seen before, which I feel like a lot of people haven't seen before, it's definitely worth a watch. It's in, it's in a similar-ish vein to Beetlejuice, but it's definitely not like Beetlejuice. I can understand how some people could be scared by it, but I do like Edwards's hands mm-hmm. is not scary in the slightest. He like yeah. trims people's hair. Oh, like gives people all these like avant-garde hair hairdos. It's great. Maybe I will watch it. I think you should. I okay. think you'd actually enjoy it. <laughs> and you know what? I will. <laughs> there we go. So before we fully sign off, have you any non-Disney Plus recommendations that you'd like to throw out to the lovely people? Um yeah, I just think it's worth a mention that all 7 seasons of The West Wing are now available for free on 4OD, which that really sounded like a plug, obviously not. But um yeah, 4 mean, If you would like to sponsor us, feel free. <laughs> Channel 4. Uh it's 4D's completely free subscription service. The only thing you have to put up with is a couple of ads here and there, but okay. The West Wing is such a good series. It first aired in 1999. It's all about like the West Wing in the White House, and it's just so interesting watching it. Martin Sheen's the president, and you just sit there and you're like, Oh, if only Martin Sheen was their current president, everything would be just fine. Yeah. (laughs) Like, he's just like, as a president, he's President Bartlett. He is such a sweetie pie. Like, obviously, he makes the hard decisions, but he's just so sweet, and all the characters are great. So, again, if you're looking for something during. These five and a half weeks of lockdown that are left The West Wing is a really good series to start Okay cool I like it I haven't actually seen it so maybe I'll check it out It's like you think like Oh American politics so complicated It's fine It's quite simple to follow As a non-American I I feel like what would have me intrigued is I I know we've mentioned it before But the Hamilton podcast The Hamilcast They reference the West Wing a Uh, lot Right gotcha So Mm -hmm. I'm kind of like Hmm interesting um, my non-Disney Plus spooky picks is the fact that the Adams Family and the Adams Family Value, which is Adams Family Values, even Singular which is a better movie. Adams value. <laughs> Family Values is the is the superior movie by a long shot. Are both on Netflix, and they're just great. Absolutely love them. So would recommend. Look at that, lads. He's like he's got no spare time. <laughs> Exactly. Oceans. Oceans to be watching. So, thanks so much for listening, guys. We hope you enjoyed. We won't see you this next week. We'll see you the week after. If you'd like to hit us up on Instagram, it's at Mickey Waffles Pod. If you'd like to contact us on Twitter, it's at Mickey Waffle Pod. Same handle, Sans the S, but we all know just contact us on Instagram. And just because we're taking a week off of the podcast, we'll definitely be on Instagram because it's literally connected to the bottom of our hands. So, we're always there to reply. <laughs> exactly and sure whilst you're on your phone yourself if you have an iphone go into apple podcast give us a rating leave us a little review that would be absolutely lovely and yeah thanks so much for listening and i hope you all have a wonderful halloween yeah happy halloween everybody Bye. bye